With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, the 21-day window has opened up. Aaron Rodgers, baby. Let's go. Come on. Rodgers. 21. He is back in some capacity. He's back to some capacity. Now, we don't know uh, whether or not this actually means he's going to play. He's proud of Dak Prescott. Uh, Robert Sala did speak about it. He uh, wants to get on the field. Rodgers did return to practice. He was cleared for what <laughs> is being crazy. called. That's crazy, man. Functional football activity, but not contact yet. So this 21-day window, there's a target date that's been thrown out there. Uh, Chris Eve against the Washington Commandos oh, has, been a, has been a target date that Rodgers, I think, has talked about before. But here was Robert Sala speaking with the media yesterday about the return of Aaron Rodgers. A lot of guys coming off, uh, they're usually not ready to play football. There's still a little bit of uh, um, health concern there. And uh, so, you know, you use these 21-day windows to see where they're at. So we're so far away from that. But like I said, the mindset for this is more of a progression in his rehab. And like I said, he's been cleared for functional football activity. He's not cleared to fully play football. And, um, you know, it's uh, so it's, like I said, part of his rehab progression. He's old school in the sense that he is driven. Is there motivation to be the first to ever do it? Sure, that's okay. That's his why. It's a, a mentality that I think young guys should be able to grasp to, that he loves this organization. He wants to be with his teammates. He wants to be here. I think he's sacrificed so much already for the organization and himself and his teammates, and he's doing it again. I think it, it's a testament to who he is. So, they don't love y'all. If you don't shut the hell up. <laughs> What do you mean? I, I, well, I, I will say this, man. He, he didn't. He didn't need to try to come back this fast. I mean, there is something to I think his desire to want to play in New York and prove doubters wrong. I mean, I think the biggest concern is, you know, the only other player to come back, you know, within like a six month period, right, would have been Cam Akers. I, I think Aaron's going to come back a hundred days sooner than Cam Akers, who came back this season. And the concern is, what happened to Cam Akers? He retore his Achilles. Mm. So that's that's my big-time concern for, for Aaron Rodgers is, if he's able to come back and in Christmas Eve become that Christmas gift that Jets fans were hoping for this season, it's remarkable, maybe the greatest accomplishment 
for a guy who's won MVPs, a Super Bowl, to be able to defy like logic and, and have this miraculous recovery. But like I, I just get concerned long term at forty years old, like is he even at, at greater risk now of re injuring it, putting himself in that position? Like that's that's gotta be a huge, huge weight. And and then does it matter if they're still in the hunt for the playoffs or not to Aaron Rodgers? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know if it does. Maybe it does to a degree. But maybe he just wants to come back and play and try to build momentum into like heading into twenty twenty four. Aaron Rodgers has been a lightning rod of attention. And he's great at it. He's great at keeping people dialed in and focused in on him. This is nothing. Even with Robert Sala, he's got him drinking the Kool-Aid. Even Robert Sala is sold on the fact of giving Aaron Rodgers the amount of attention that Aaron Rodgers has always commanded. He's just brilliant at keeping people's attention, man. That man ain't coming back and playing. He's not going to come back and play. He's not going to play. You don't think so? Hell no. Can we place a wager on that? I think he's coming back. Place the wager. I, I think this is a, this would be a giant, place the wager. giant middle finger to medicine and all the criticism he's gotten. <laughs> you mean over, conventional medicine? Oh, is that yeah, what you're yeah, but, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say. No, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want to insult. And, not, and that is something listening. that he has made very strong references to to doing things the way that he does them. But it's just for conversation's sakes. It's s and giggles. Like I don't know, man. I think I, he may do it. We'll see. I, I think not only we'll will see. he do it, I wouldn't be surprised if he marched you guys, out. I, I you guys, you guys get to sit. If he marched out on the field and wrote Fauci on his cleats, you, I swear oh, to God. Geez. I swear to God. It's a great, it's a great pool. <laughs> All I'll say is, is if you guys are right, then I'll give you that that prop at that moment in time. But until that moment happens, there's no way. In hell, I'm sitting there thinking that just because it's Aaron Rodgers, he's going to defy the laws I mean, of of science. But and, I mean, he's and using medical. different methods, though. Man. I mean, wasn't what they saying they were using Bunk like that. the sound of dolphins mating or something? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what they true. said. And um, orcas taking orcas. taking number twos. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, really? deucing it up. I, mean, I, I didn't know. hear that. I, I, don't know. I, mean, I legitimately heard. I legitimately heard the whole dolphins thing. Yeah, I don't know. Orcas are dolphins. They're they're okay, the cousin. But if you had, dolphins. and I, I can understand having doubts about it, but it, I mean, we're less than three months since it's happened. Do you Two really different sounds? By the way, yeah. Uh, uh, what? Oh yeah, that feels better. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. Yeah. <laughs> just, is, that, is that what an orca sounds like? Oh, I, well, I mean, that's like the. I mean, that's probably a big crap too. By the way, <laughs> an orca. Yeah, God, I don't want to think about it, man. Because like is that when you <laughs> like go on vacation, person. swim in that ocean, like you forget. There's a lot of fish going to the bathroom. In there. <laughs> You're having a kid every time. Hey, so <laughs> back to Aaron Rodgers. Seriously though, like you go into the water, you're like, eh, oh, that was what? there was an orca here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's many orcas. <laughs> Is that kryptonite? Uh, but, but with Aaron Rodgers, my my whole idea of this is to keep people talking. He is now once again, and he's never really gone away. Zach Wilson did an excellent job by playing just well enough, but bad enough where he stole the headlines. He became more of the headlines of of the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers has taken it back. And now he is giving, you know, that sacrifice that Robert Salah is talking about. He's taking the anger and the disappointment 
of Jets fans, and he's refocusing oh. their attention onto something positive. That's all they got he's right now. He's moving the goalposts. Well, give give him credit, but he's not coming back. There's oh. a difference. There's a difference. If this is we, seven on seven. Cut this I get it. Save this if he does come back here. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, it will sound amazing. I'll sound Hold on. amazingly will, horrible. It will, if, if but it, you will not love it because you do not like admitting this sort of thing. I no, it. I don't like admitting when I'm wrong. Okay. I, I really don't. I love but, it all. But you you don't think that the fact that he's even back at this point would would cause some reservations that, for you to be so bold? I think he's that not that's phenomenal back. that he's back and he's throwing the ball at this point and has been cleared to do different activities. Yeah, and by the way, just so people understand, at this point, you know, when you have the 21-day window open, you're cleared to practice now, and you don't count against the roster, which is a key thing. So for the next three weeks, these next three games, you know, he could still be out there ramping himself up, as Robert Sala said, from a rehab standpoint. And really, it's it's the intensity, right? And, LaVar, you suffered this injury. Like, it, what you're trying to do anytime you have an injury is – continually build up the intensity that your body's going to endure to prepare it for a game because there's nothing like a game. <laughs> and like that's why yeah. it's such a big risk is practice speed is one thing. There the intensity to it is one thing. And that's what I was getting to, so I'm glad you went there. So there you well, go. And then I think more than that, and I mean, MetLife Field has become like – Santa Anita, is it hot? I mean, oh, that, that no. turf. I'm just saying that turf has been <laughs> awful. Dudes in the body bags, huh? Put I mean, kneecaps. Okay, Jonas, I know you ligaments. This up. How many have we had this year on that turf? Um, like three majors. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, at there, least three major. There was ones. just one. What, what was the one that just? Uh, Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. Yeah, that just, just took went place. Um, yeah. Then there was for sure another one that took, that also happened, and and this is after. They reportedly switched out the turf in the off season. Right. So there's just a bad. I don't look. It could be the curse of Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Know. It has to be. He's but, buried somewhere underneath that field. By the way, that is that is a great call. It is it is the NFL's equivalent to Santa Anita. Dang. <laughs> you fought this I'm, uh, but Q's, Q's point. I mean, I'm I'm going to leave. Here comes the, the paddy wagon. The, I'm going to leave the white the white sheets <laughs> wee, alone. Wee, I just. Wee. I just Good for me, people oh. like me, to stay away from and white I think sheets. It's a oh, my um, God. You had to go there. <laughs> right. But on place. back on topic. Uh, it's you, a beautiful place with no space heater. <laughs> I, I find it to be very curious that <laughs> they mean, would say you guys were Washington. there, right? Yes, yeah, we were there. there. Many times. What was it like? It, it was dead. It's wonderful. I mean, oh, <laughs> I mean it, it was three in the morning. <laughs> it was three in the morning. I'm saying it was dead, as in there that was no so one there. Well done. That is so well done. <laughs> that is so well done. Hey, the commanders, though, like you're well, going to bring him the, back. I versus, mean, so basically, you're saying now that they gotten rid of uh, Sweat and and, uh, and that, Young, that that's their last home you know, game of the season. How, how good does Sweat look? By the way, he looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's he looks making so a good big Chicago. difference for Chicago. I, I, listen, if if you're going to bring that man back, as Q has mentioned, game reps cannot be simulated in any other form, fashion, uh, any other place other than on the game field on game day. So he's not going to know what his body is true. He knows he's not going to get hit in practice. He knows that Rodney Pete ruptured both his Achilles. And he told me yesterday that at about four to five months, he started to feel a little bit comfortable. He could stand up on his toes. He could do it. He said he wasn't ready to go. Like there's just, you're, you're not ready to go, but I just wonder this surgery being, but that, again, that's a long time ago. Yeah. That's a long time ago. But, but the bottom line is, <sighs> 
your body is going to react differently when you see a 300-pound grown-ass mammal coming your way during the course of a game that is allowed to hit you if they get there. The the movements you're going to make even before you get hit might be the most detrimental movements that you make, not even the hit itself. But the body that your your mind and what it's going to try to force your body to do, like, woo ass, don't want that. Don't want to get that hit. Let's get rid of the ball. Whatever it is, whatever in that moment your body's doing, what you're not doing is thinking about the damage you're doing to yourself when you make those movements well, if you're not prepared to, to do that. Here's what I know. we not ta- touch football. We, we talked about him being comeback player of the year earlier in the week. and he was If a, he plays he, one play and he goes down in, in a heap of S, he will get pl- re- Comeback player of the year. He was ten to one a couple days ago. According to DraftKings, it's down to eight to one. So I'm Ooh, just saying, move. You better get that money in. The problem is, uh, Demar Hamlin was at minus one seventy five. He's at a minus two ten now. So did he start the season at like minus three fifty? Uh yeah. Well, because everyone just assumed, hey, the guy almost died. You know. I mean, if, if you're on the there. selection committee of that, wouldn't you place a bet? Wouldn't well, you yeah. have somebody else place the bet? Yes, I think that's considered unethical. But yes, yeah, of course it's theory, unethical. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean that's kind of wild. Yeah, that's why they put a limit on like, some of this stuff. I'm gonna tell my well, cousin's cousin, yeah. cousin, cousin's cousin to place that well, bet. Yes, that, that's why they put limits on the prop bets for the Super Bowl because all the people who are there the week of <laughs> listening to the rehearsal of the anthem, right? They know exactly how long it's going to take. Right, got, and you got some scumbag security guard looking in to see what the color of the Gatorade is, so he could text his buddy and be like, hey, "Right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think he's over there playing pocket pool? <laughs> no, Meanwhile, no. he's just putting in a bet on his phone. <laughs> moving I mean, the that's what that. That's what that San Diego's moving the goalposts. That's, yeah, that's all he was trying to do. He was just yeah, trying to just distract people. Yeah, he was Texted his buddy from how bad the Chargers are. <laughs> um, so <laughs> <laughs> we're off and running. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I miss the king, uh, king, uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents the Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddy makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, we catch up with our guy, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter or X, at Albert Breer. And listen, uh, AB, just... (laughs) I mean, welcome to the vent tent. Okay, so anything you want to get off your yeah, chest? Yeah, I don't know about my I don't know my my timing coming in here. I, I think that conversation was going in interesting directions before Eddie jumped in. <laughs> 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 yeah. So uh, your your thoughts? Tell following... me you wouldn't be uh, Mariah Carey's baby daddy, Albert. I mean, honest. <laughs> be honest. Just be honest for I mean, one second. I mean, I, I I don't think that question demands comment. There you go. So I there think you I'm go. Leave it alone. Because you would be all the way in. I mean, that's all right. You know, I'll, say, I'll take it for you. I mean, I, I agree with you that it would probably be a good business. It'd be a great business that's decision. Sure. Bam, there you go. Um, well, you know, guys Albert, have feelings too. Albert, we, uh, <laughs> we're, we're five days removed from uh, the game and the yeah. classic between Ohio State and Michigan. How do you feel about your Buckeyes? Um, well, not great, uh, but you know, I, it was um, 
You know what? Like I, I look. I'm the way I deal with these things is I dive into everything and I wind up reading everything in the days after and, and watching things and all of that different stuff. So it's probably not the healthiest thing, but. Um, you know, one thing that struck me, I'd be interested to hear Brady's opinion on this because it's kind of like, you know, he was there. Um, I like it's like it kind of crystallized to me, like over the last couple of days, that um, I, I really feel like Ohio State, like the, the players, the coaches, is like almost like they went out there to prove something, where Michigan went out there to win a game. And I think in a lot of ways, Michigan handled that game the way an NFL team would where when the true freshman goes in the game, they throw right at him for a touchdown. When, the, when, when there's a, an injury at safety, they run at the safeties. When there's um, you know, a linebacker who's banged up, they're throwing at the linebackers with the tight end. So like, and then they go in the four-minute offense at the end of the game. I just think like Michigan won that game on the margins, and they won that game in like a very NFL way. Like the, NFL, the, the staff handled that game in a very NFL way and won it situationally where, you know, it just sort of felt like Ohio State, again, like it kind of like they went out there with something to prove, like we're the better team and, and didn't own the situations the way that Michigan did. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's one way of looking at it. I, I tend to think that the, the best games in college football, the best teams, they end up playing in a style where the situations do matter, you know, like they do in yep. the NFL because the margins are so slim. You know, that's, that, that's what you kind of don't get throughout the course of the regular season besides two or three games usually, right? right. And this is one of them where I thought Sharon Moore went in with a game plan where he was aggressive on fourth down. He was more creative with the play calling. You know, coming out of halftime, Alex Orgy and the Wildcat, that was kind of like, oh, what, what are they doing here? It was effective, yeah. too, moving the football, the halfback pass, kind of coming at a better time. Like, all that creativity, the gutsiness to, to go for the fourth downs, when they did to kind of control the game, you just didn't have that from Ohio State. And I don't yeah. know why. Because you really, based on how the past two years have gone, and, and obviously you didn't play in the COVID year, I it's mean, like you, you could have done that, I, you know? I hate to say it, but like I, you know, when I was in school, there, John Cooper was the coach. You were growing up in Columbus in the nineties, um, Brady, and I. I just remember, like, it kind of felt like Coop coached those games with the weight of the world on his shoulders. You know what I mean? And I don't want to put, I don't want to say Ryan's there yet, but like it did feel like that staff had a weight on it. You know, as a coach in that game, and um, that was just disappointing because it felt the same way last year, and then after that, it felt like that weight came off of them when they coached against Georgia, you know, and yeah. um, well, because like, they had so, a shot at winning the national championship, like then, then the game doesn't seem quite as significant if they take care of business, win it all right. they'll always be that, well, we lost that one, but we won a national championship, right? I, I think the most interesting thing about the pressure that's on Ryan Day because of the last three years versus Michigan is John Cooper was 2-10-1 yep. I mean, he, he got 13 cracks at it whereas we're talking about a coach in Ryan Day who's only lost, what, six games? Yeah, and like people are already ready to move on, and it's just it's crazy how impatient we've gotten as a fan base, society. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's that, but it's also like what Ryan Day inherited versus what John Cooper inherited. You know what I mean? That's like fair. I think that's part of it too. You know, and I I do think there was that feeling that that nineteen team was a national championship caliber team. Now you had you know the Clemson game, and they lose the Clemson game, and LSU maybe nobody was beating that year. Um, and then the next year, you know, you, you, you're right there, and then you lose like a half dozen starters because of COVID going into the title game. So, and, and you know, Trey Sermon breaks his collarbone on the first play of the game. So I, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're this good, you're going to keep getting cracks at it. You're going to eventually break through. I, it took Jim Harbaugh seven years to beat Ohio State, you know? Um, Dabo, Swin- Dabo Swinney was seen a certain way for, what, seven, eight, nine years. And I feel like Michigan and Clemson are two schools that, you know, the, the, the patience that those two schools exhibited with the coaches, even when the heat was on, wound up paying off. And, and maybe that'll be the case here, too. And one last thing. I'm sorry to take out all this time talking about this game. But <laughs> yeah. the only thing I'd say in defense of, of Earl Bruce is he only had one season where he won less than nine games. You know, yeah. you go back to the John Cooper era, it was a slow build. Like, it took time, especially in the beginning, for him to kind of right. get to where they ultimately got to in the early 90s. But, like, late 80s to the 90s, like, it wasn't – It was. I mean, I actually thought Earl Bruce had him a much better, more consistent level, even though, you know, especially through bowl games and all that, yeah. as compared to Cooper. I think you'd agree, though, that Cooper, like, modernized the recruiting there. Like, he nationalized he, the recruiting. He nationalized the recruiting. He, you know, David Boston wasn't – you know, he, he really did bring it on a national scale where you had, you know, guys like Eddie George and David Boston and Orlando Rambo. Pace and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So many. Mike Wiley. That's right. That's right. He was <laughs> That's right. Michael Wiley, yep, number yeah. five. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ricky Dudley. Hey, um, can, I, can I ask you, and, and just, you know, because – we can transition to, for me, yep. to, to, to the league. Um, Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's, he continues to find ways to dominate the, the minds and the hearts of fans and media. How, how serious is this return, A.B.? It's, I mean, it's serious. And they've been, um, you know, they've been talking about like this for a while. And I know, you know, the Jets people have been very, very careful in the way they've addressed it. And they never – but they never shut the door, you know, and in September when all of this sounded crazy, you know, what you would hear from them as well, you know, like it's not impossible. And even like, I can remember when it was, you know, when we were there in, I mean, like now I'm trying to think, but, it, but when we were sitting there in, um, you know, in, in, in like in right around Halloween, I, I remember talking to somebody there and it was like, okay, so this could be like first, second week of January. And I got back like, well, you know, it might be faster than that. So there's always been kind of like this very cautious undercurrent of optimism on where he is physically. And now I think you're seeing that start to, you know, you're starting to see the reasoning for it. Now, I don't know, like, as far as like the innovative medical techniques that have been used here, all that different stuff. But, um, you know, I think it certainly puts them, you know, I, I think it's certainly been something. Okay. Okay. Oh, you wow. You not say. What the hell is happening? Uh, 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 yeah. uh, so, so this time, so this time, guys, this time, can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. got you. Yeah, we got, you. Yeah, we got, we got everyone. So, so this time, so this time, my wife got in the car, and you might have heard her, and she's got her mouth wide open right now, and my kid is laughing. <laughs> oh, was my kid? <laughs> hi, hi, Breer family. How are we doing hi, this morning? Hi, Breers. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, hi, Mrs. Breer. That's a brand. She said they, they say hi. <laughs> Don't you mess with her. Hey. <laughs> do, you guys, do, you, do you guys do you guys know what just happened? But the car, I, I'm sitting on the porch and the uh, it's all right. It's all right, Em. You're good. <laughs> That's awesome. great. I, I, I see. I didn't even get to hear that. You guys got to hear that. Yeah, we did. You know what's great is so my, so my three nine, year old, my, my nine year old, my nine year old. We're driving him up to a hockey tournament. He has a hockey tournament this weekend in Vermont. And so this is like kind of like a hectic day for him because he's only going to go to school for a couple hours. And, uh, yeah, so I guess he's been a little uh, 
He's been a little uh, loud. Oh. Yeah. What my so, wife calls it, ornery. He's been a little ornery a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, I'd say that's right. Yeah. My, my three year old came in two days ago, and I'd hit the mute button and try to you know, calm her down in the morning once I, I was glad it didn't make air, but part of me wanted it to make air just because I was like, this actually could be great radio. I try to talk down a three-year-old how to get back to bed. So, um, so Albert, I have a question for you. Uh, a, a former Ohio state Buckeye, one Justin Fields is his future in Chicago already determined, or is he legitimately playing for the right to be the bears quarterback of the future, the rest of the way? Well, he doesn't have the same control over it. Like, I, I think it's interesting if you look at, like, Kyler Murray's situation in Arizona, right, where he can legitimately play the team out of position to draft his replacement. Um, Justin Fields doesn't have that same level of control because the Bears have the Panthers pick. And as long as the Panthers are the worst team in the league, this is going to come down to Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams, Justin Fields versus Drake May. That's sort of where they are, and it's probably where they're going to be at the end of the year. And that's why I think – this is really an uphill climb for him now. I think he's incrementally getting better. I think the people who've coached him would tell you he just needs to play and keep playing and keep playing and getting more reps. Um, the problem for the Bears um, is, and you know, we don't even know fully who's going to be making those decisions in April, but the problem for the Bears is now it's like, do we stick with Justin Fields going into a contract year um, and make a decision on his fifth-year option, or – do we start that rookie contract clock over again with a guy who, you know, might be a once in every few years prospect in Caleb Williams or another guy who is seen as a really, really good prospect in Drake May. Um, that's what he's up against. I do think he's getting better. They're encouraged with certain things from the other night, even like where he did a good job escaping. He did a good job handling the rush. He did a good job um, with his protections, all that different stuff. He's getting better in so many ways. I just don't know that it's happening at a fast enough pace to, to ward off what could be coming so long as the Panthers' pick remains at the top of the draft order. Albert, I wanted to ask you about the New England Patriots. We are just talking about Mac Jones not taking reps. We, we I think, spoke to you what, last week. You talked about the yips and all that. As far as this week goes, is it probably going to be Zappi and Cunningham who are splitting the reps and, or, or playing for the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's – it's trending towards Bailey Zappi being the starting quarterback. The question then becomes whether or not you dress Mac. And, um, you know, I would say if the idea here is to shut Mac down for a few weeks, which I, I think is certainly in play and part of the decision making here, then I don't know what the point is in dressing him. Like, cause I, 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 you see these, you've seen teams make this mistake in the past, right? Where it's like, okay, like even with like Zach Wilson, big picture, the Aaron Rodgers situation, it's like, okay, like we'd like the kid to sit down and, get to, you know, get a reset and get a chance to kind of watch and learn and, and do those things. And then, you know, the starter gets hurt and boom, they're in the game again. So, um, you know, my guess would be it'll be either Will Greer or Malik Cunningham as a backup and Bailey Zappi as a starter on Sunday. Um, I mean, look, Brady, they've benched the kid four times now, you know, in a single year. So it's just, you know, I, I, I don't know where you go from here if there's not a real consequence toward, uh, for, um, for, 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 for all the things that got him benched over those four, first four games. And, and again, if you're going to do that and you're going to shut him down, you're going to give him that reset. I think it does make sense not to dress him on Sunday. 
He's Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter and lead content strategist at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. And they've got a big hockey tournament this weekend in Vermont yeah. that they're already getting fired yeah. up for. All right, let's drop the gloves and make it happen. Sounds we got like it. Mom we got was it. Yeah. already dropping well, you guys the gloves. Got, you guys got, you guys got to get that ready. You guys got to get that audio to me. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> uh, Albert, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, we'll do it again thanks next Breer week. family. Yeah, thanks, guys. What's that? Safe travels. Hi, Breers. Yeah, hi, Breers. Safe travels. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Take care. All right, so there he is, right. Albert Breer. Uh, I so, mean, we get a side of Albert Breer that no one gets. No. I'll tell you that. So was she yelling at the kid? Or uh, was well, it... she wasn't ye- yelling is aggressive. I love how you say yelling at the kid. Yeah. She, their child? She was <laughs> just making a point that, you know, he didn't need to talk the way he was talking. phrases some That's things all. in funny ways, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the way I Well, he's got a negative approach. You know, it's just, you know, it's a negative approach, Jonas. That's it's all right, darkness. Because yeah. did, did, the, did the kid curse? Because I heard her say, what? don't say that. Yeah, don't say that or don't talk like that. Because I, I was, I mean, we, we had a lot of things dumped on this show. If <laughs> Albert's Breer's sitting there kid, looking at her like this right now. <laughs> if Breer's, if Breer's. <laughs> AB's looking at his wife right now like, <laughs> they're listening to the radio right now. He's looking at her like, you see what you did? You imagine if we had to hit the dump button because Albert Breer's child cursed on the air. Uh, all right, so we do have the, uh, the clip from uh, the Albert Breer interview. Let's take a listen to what happened again. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly been something... Okay. Okay. Oh you wow. You not say. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? Hey. But <laughs> little man, little man held his ground. Yeah, though. but you know what? Okay. <laughs> you know, you know what happened? It switched on to his Bluetooth. Oh. Like she was getting into the car, turns the car on because he's sitting on the front porch. Right. So getting, it switched on to the Bluetooth. Right. That's, that's what we got. Oh, so. man. That's great. Uh, well, listen. One more time. One more time. <laughs> One more time. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly been something. Okay. Okay. Oh, you wow. Did not say. Hey, she's laying the law down, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm man, down with cool. Little Man, though. Little Man took it like a chap. Okay! <laughs> like, I got it. That That's my I wife every day to my son, except in Is Spanish. That, was that him responding? Yeah, that yeah. was him. Wait, one more time. One more time. Yeah, I, I think it's certainly been something. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, okay, okay. Because you know, it almost sounded right. the exact same. I, I, I got right. this. I got it. Yeah, like, right. I, I got this. Yeah. Um, awesome. like, relax, Mom. All right. So, uh, coming up, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports though. Radio. Like, hey, moms out there, y'all got to chill, man. Especially when your kid's about to go play in a hockey tournament. Oh, like, man. Yeah, let that man be a little zesty. You know what I mean? Let him be Mama, a little. No. Hey, I'm on Team Mom. Spicy, hey, you do whatever you got to do, all right? I'm on Team Mom on this one. You're right. Now you're right. I take that back. You do what you got to do. You're right. I take that back. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
old wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I was thinking? Good morning. Huh. Do you guys, would you guys be claustrophobic in one of those astronaut suits? Huh. I think we should try. Uh, I think all of the outrageous comments that we be making, we should start trying them and then then using that as content grabs and making it out there. Uh, I, don't, maybe. I don't think I would. I don't know. I, I mean, the old school ones looked like a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like they have like sleek ones. You mm-hmm. know, hmm. like they'd be making space, like going to space, look cool. Yeah. Like almost like, man, I'm gonna go out to dinner tonight. I'm gonna put on my space outfit. You know. I've always wondered, how do you go to the restroom in space? Oh, dude, you go in your pants, man. I'm pretty really? sure they've got, like, it was like a catheter or something, like, hooked up to you. I, I mean, I would have to, like, but if you have the a problem catheter, is, like, you, you can't, do the other one? It, it obviously floats. That's you know, what I'm no saying. You, yeah. you can't, like, you're not commoting it, you know? Yeah, I think you hook up to, like, a catheter or something. Huh. huh. 
That'd be my guess. What's Let, the question, Let's Sam? go live to our I've taken a crap in space insider <laughs> Iowa Sam for the latest, Sam. Uh, I have not, but I wish I had or will Whoa, at some point in my life. I, why? I don't know. Just for experience of it. Uh, I have another question. smell worse? <laughs> I don't, I don't no, know. Well, I'm saying you have no wind. Like, like you can't. You're, you're always downwind in essence. Like it's just going to sit there and. And stand. if there's no gravity, then doesn't the stench just sit there? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't oh, go yeah. anywhere. Right. I, I don't you think need it like a fan. Bad. I don't think Ew. it does. Let's uh, let's pivot to this uh, question I have okay. for you guys. Uh, would you feel claustrophobic in one of those old school diving suits from like the 1890s? It's the same thing. Well, but yes, it's it, heavy. It, it's got the. It the, is heavy. The, the, the yeah. glass and it's window. Got the, it's got the bars on it, like and it's trying to keep intruders out from your face. Gotta, it's got like the one air pipe that they got the yeah. tube that they got to make yeah. sure is never crinkled. Yeah. Yeah. It always ends up getting crinkled. Always. And then you're like cut off. You know? I, it weighs like a thousand pounds. I yeah. would rather be trapped in space than in the water. The water, really? Terif- yeah, the water uh, terrifies me. I mean, you could swim a little bit, though, right? Yeah, a tiny bit. But I, mean, I don't but know just, how to navigate. But just space. imagine if you had to swim to the surface from something that took place, and you could see the surface, but you saw that it was really, really far away. I, I don't know which one would be worse: seeing the surface from underwater or seeing the surface from the air. I'll say this much. It's going to take you a hell of a lot more time to get down from space if you're like, you oh, oh, I don't want to be up here hey, anymore. It's like, well, away. you guys remember that dude that was on the team like Red Bull that jumped from like, yeah, he entered a yeah, stratosphere almost and all in, that. Yeah. And yeah. he jumped out of the air, a hot air balloon. How'd that go, by the way? He, he made, made it. it. It got a little sideways, okay? though. Yeah. He made, he made it. it, though. He's Did he like pass out or something? Yeah. That's scary. I think he's, I think he started to like go in like in spiral a little bit. But he made it. You know the other thing too, like space food, astronaut food. There's no way that stuff's healthy. Tank. No way. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not eating the real protein bars. They used to no. give you the, on, the, no. the stuff at uh, Epcot Center at Disney World. Like, oh, you want to like know what it tastes stuff, like? Right? Yeah, it's like, man, this tastes like s, man. Like, what is this? Like, because you're trying to encourage it. me to be an astronaut, and this is the food yeah. you well, eat. It's like, like if, if you I, get a like, you liked it. Remember that story we did? Different dude. There was that story we did where the the woman found the, the woman <laughs> found good, a ew. McDonald's hamburger yeah. that had been sitting in her closet like for like for like twelve years. Like I imagine, astronaut food's got to stay preserved in that environment. There's no way that it's healthy. There's got to be some real bad stuff. There. But there's no oxygen, so wouldn't it just like actually get like expired sooner? I don't know. I mean, but like the the whole thing, space is fake anyway. So we're just having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're just fake anyway. Conversation about you know stuff that doesn't really exist. You, you know, when people come back from outer space, their muscles have atrophied because there's no gravity. So they right. come back, they're all weak. They get out and they're like they're like not as their strong. Legs are like yeah. shaky and tired. And That's and my excuse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You you, Jonas, you've spent a lot of time in space, yeah, Jonas. Tell people I'm an astronaut. I mean, that's <laughs> what they say kills you, right? Gravity. Yeah. Gravity. did. Did someone say that about Mac Jones? He went to space or something? Oh, come on. He's having a rough time, uh, old Mac Jones here, as we venture into the Patriots quarterback situation from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Mac and Dobbs, All right, so, take on space. So, Brady, tell me what this means when you read the details on this. That Mac Jones didn't throw at practice yesterday mm. during the at least the uh, portion of practice made available to the media, but instead he watched Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham mm. throw during mm. that session. 
And he gone. Look, Albert Breer, who we're going to catch up with here in about uh, you know fifteen twenty minutes from now. He spoke yesterday that there's people there that think Mac Jones has the yips. Mm. It it feels like we're watching this guy's. NFL career evaporate because of the situation yeah. in New England. I kind of I feel bad for him. I really do. I, I do too. I mean, it, it, it seems like from his rookie year to now, he's kind of deteriorated. But what I see is is a few things. He's lost all confidence, and that's a scary thing. Like I worry for Bryce Young as well. When you get to uh, any NFL team, the well, one thing, and I, I and it sounds like so easy to simplify issues with quarterbacks and say this, but you are throwing footballs long before the intended target is getting to that spot or where he's supposed to be. When your livelihood is literally based on that every time you throw the football, when your livelihood is based on every single decision you make and it's under a microscope, you have to be so confident in your decision-making and so decisive with the way you go about playing in order to be successful. Like, you look at the all-time greats. They don't play the game with any hesitation. They just play. And it's like one fluid, beautiful thing to watch, right? Like, watch Rogers play or watch Brady or Manning or, you know, Favre, whoever. The greats now. Look at Patrick Mahomes. They just play. When you notice guys who are hesitant, they're like double clutching. They're they're throwing balls, and it just doesn't come out of their finger quite right because you can tell they're they're not confident in that throw. And it's gotten to the point now where I think because of all the adversity, <clears throat> everything that's been said about it, everything he's gone through, he's lost a lot of confidence in his ability to be the quarterback that he can be. And there's other quarterbacks who fall in that category. Like this is a young man that I, I remember meeting at an event in Baltimore Under Armour. He was a confident. Super smart, super accurate young man. I mean, highly, highly, highly competitive. And this is amongst you know Trevor Lawrence and some others that were there. And like somewhere along the way, obviously, since he's gotten to the NFL with everything he's been through, the adversity now has has struck an accord with his ability to be confident in the way he's playing. So you know, is it the yips? I mean, only he would know. Only they would know. The people in the you know behind closed doors. But you can see that right now in the decision-making and the way he's playing. Like, he doesn't feel confident about anything that he's doing right now. And, and rightfully so, based on last year and, and the play-calling situation and based on this year and how things have gone and them not having you know many easy layups or throws for him, everything is strained and tough. So that, I would say that's like the singular thing that stands out. But if he's not throwing right now, they're clearly maybe kicking the tires on either Bailey Zappi starting and Malik Cunningham playing – or maybe a combination of both, and there's a package for Malik Cunningham because he's more of a dual-threat-style quarterback that can come in and change up how a defense plays you. So it's, it's – I mean, it's never a good sign if you've got a guy who's been starting who's not out there throwing any balls, there's at least no the periods that they're watching. of using him. Case closed. There it is. Verdict is in. The jury came back. The judge rendered the, the decision, the, the verdict, and it is – that's correct. You will not play. It feels worse than the Zach Wilson situation. It's um, it seems more decisive than the Zach Wilson situation. The, the, the tough thing is, is Mac Jones was a like ready built NFL quarterback, right? When you looked at what he was asked to do at Bama, and you looked at his skill set and where he excelled, 
it was this thought of, hey, he's playing at the highest level in college. He's playing at a really high level the way he's playing, and he can handle all of what's going to be put on his plate. And I thought his rookie year he did that to some degree. And the tough part is, is like it's, it's trying to figure out like where everything went wrong. You know, as far as where we've gotten in the past, you know, three years, how you go from a guy who's 68% completion percentage, throwing 22 touchdowns, the 13 interceptions, almost a two-to-one ratio, and for 3,800 yards, whereas now everything has been kind of on a decline since then. You know, and, and, and look, he takes thing. the blame for it, but, but honestly, it's, it's not, it's not all team. on him. The whole team has deteriorated. Right. That's the thing about it. Like he he can take the blame for it, or he will take the blame for it. But the whole team has deteriorated. The can whole, I ask you guys has. a question without you looking? I, you got to have a quick answer on this, okay? All right. Name the leading thing. receiver for the New England Patriots right now. Yep. What? No. Really? You don't know that? Who is it? Jonas. You, you really? I'm don't looking know at that. you right no, now. Jonas is no, Jonas. No, no, he's no. Looking I'm looking at him. I'm looking. Name at it, Jonas. Uh, he's jo- he's he's jogging his Jonas. brain. But go ahead. Name him. Juju Smith-Schuster? No. Demario Douglas. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who that is. And and again, he's he's a first-year player, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're high on him. They, they, you know, yeah, they no. Look, he's—I believe he was drafted in the sixth round this year. He's got a lot of burst and speed, five eight, about one hundred ninety pounds, right? But he's—he can separate. But that's—that's that's kind of my point. Is like when he first got there, you felt a little more confident in who he was throwing to and the weapons that they had. And it's just there, there's not much help. And, and actually, if you look, go back and look at the two interceptions. Look who he's targeting. They're—they're they're constantly trying to get the ball to Demario Douglas. It's a tough spot, though, when you're trying to get the ball to a rookie or a you know, younger, inexperienced player. But it does but. come back to what you were saying, though, Q, in terms of losing that confidence. You could put Randy Moss, T.O., and, and Jerry Rice out there, and he's still going to have trouble getting the ball to those guys. And, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, and, and here's the reason why. <laughs> those guys are pretty good. <laughs> uh, well, here, yeah, I, was say, I actually would like to see what this would look here's like. Here's the guys. reason why. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you are being judged, it actually would probably put that much more pressure on you to be able to deliver it if you had those guys out there. And with that being said, us as defenders, when we're doing our weekly scouting report, we know exactly who those guys are that you're talking about. Yeah. We know that you're going to take, even if they are super, super good targets that they have. We know exactly if if the quarterback coming into the game is one of those Patrick Mahomes or Brett Favre's that he is going to throw the ball. He has no conscience. He doesn't care. He's going to go after it. And everybody, like you said, they they praise him for that. Like it's like we're in the we're in the meeting room watching. We like, man, dude is unconscious in how he goes after it. But we also know the guys that you're like, yeah, this guy's playing for his job. This guy has had a bad season. He's continuing to try to fight his way out of out of the slump that he's in. We take those things into consideration because it's that extra moment in time. You don't get you don't get but so much time in the league. You get so much time and that equals a sack, a fumble, a broken up play. It it never Really, unless you get like the Mike Vicks and, and the guys that can actually kind of prolong the play like how Ben was in, in his prime. If you can get guys who can extend the play, like even right now today, a Patrick Mahomes, those guys tend to be able to make great decisions even when the play breaks down. It's almost a part of the play design. You come into the game knowing who those quarterbacks are. 
the list of guys is very short on who can do that. So the rest of them, we're like, yep, this is a five-sack game. This is this is a six-sack game. Yeah, this is a two-three interception game. We know that coming in because you don't get that amount of time. And that's what we're banking on when we're doing our our film review. You're trying to gain every bit of uh, a confidence or or you know competitive edge that you possibly can. And little things like this lineman, he's he's been getting beat off the ball for you know all season. Like if you do this, if you shift, he's going to jump. Like he's going to. We can get an offsides. We can draw an offsides on this guy. You make book on what guys are struggling with on the other side of the ball. I'll bet Mac Jones hates John Lynch's guts because (laughs) John Lynch was the guy who wanted Trey Lance and Kyle Shanahan was the guy who wanted Mac Jones. And just think about how much different his NFL life would be if he was in San Fran right now. Mm. Damn. Mm. That's brutal. Mm. And instead it's Brock Purdy. But then again, it didn't work out for Trey Lance in San Francisco either, though. So that's kind of not fair. He's not he's not even in San Fran anymore. It, it, it ain't like he burnt the world down, set it on fire. He didn't really get a lot of opportunities. He, I mean, he got banged up and Yeah, but who's that. had the better career so far? Mac Jones oh, or Mac Jones, or, yeah. or see like I think that's a harsh one. I mean, he might have done much better with I mean, Kyle Mac Jones made to a pro bowl. There you go. So I didn't even know that. I know y'all didn't. That's why I'm trying to put you up on some game. Yeah. I got it. Cereal. Yeah, right. 9 to 11 Pacific. Yeah. Noon to 2 Eastern every Saturday. I mean, he, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I think it, it's just an interesting case study because, unfortunately, everything else that around him, and LeVar, you just said this, like, it's kind of deteriorated. And I think that's deteriorated his ability as a player, but also his confidence in his own play and in how he can perform out there. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.